What's up, and welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and if you heard my last episodes, then you know that I recently went to PAX East in Boston. In the last episode, I gave you my impression on the games that I played during Day 2, and I gave you my Day 2 MVP. In this episode, I'm going to do the exact same thing with the games I played on Day 3. The slate of games that I played on Day 3 were vastly different, so in this episode, I will give you a ton of new games to be on the lookout for. I'm also going to talk about these games and give you my day three MVP right after the intro. DJ, start the intro, man. This is the Single Player Experience, the podcast that helps single player gamers manage their video game backlog. I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and my main quest is to help you manage your ever-growing video game backlog by letting you know which single-player games are worth your time and money so that you can have the best single-player experience. Now, without further ado, let's start the show. DJ, cut the beat. So, I want to start with another dope game that I got to check out, and that was Strayed Lights from Ember Studios. Strayed Lights is an action-adventure game with a real eye-catching, vibrant 3D art style. In this game, you switch between a light side and a dark side, both of which have their own pros and cons and their own attacks that can parry and block. Speaking of parrying, if you're a fan of that gameplay mechanic, then you're going to absolutely love this game. While you can still attack with simple strikes, the quickest way to wear down your opponents and build up your special attacks is through parrying. For those familiar with boxing, this is a real rope-a-dope type situation. The combination of the fluid combat and the gorgeous atmospheric art style of the game really sold me. Stray Lights is one of the most beautiful games that I played at PAX overall and I can't wait to play more when this game releases. The next game I want to talk about is WrestleQuest. In a day full of games that spoke to me personally, perhaps none more so than WrestleQuest. I've been a fan of pro wrestling since I could walk. As a wee young lad, I would climb to the back of the couch, aka my grandmother's living room version of the top rope, and jump off to hit my uncle with a mean frog splash. While my 31-year-old ass is way too big to do that anymore, I'm still an avid fan of pro wrestling, both in real life and with video games. The latest game to super kick its way into my anticipation list is WrestleQuest. This is an RPG that pays homage to the history of pro wrestling. The game features turn-based gameplay that is fun and has a real pick-up-and-play factor to it. The matches are quick and feel different than any wrestling game that I've played previously. The brief tutorials are well executed, explaining all the nuances of the gameplay without feeling like a slog. The map. Oh man, I love the map. It consists of different locations that you can walk up to and explore. What I really liked about the game's map, though, is that all of the locations on the game are pro wrestling themed. I especially enjoyed seeing the statues of legendary pro wrestlers from the past such as Macho Man Randy Savage and Jake the Snake Roberts. I'm not going to lie to you people, WrestleQuest is a game that I know is going to be absolutely dangerous for me because it feels like it was created with the intention of me being hopelessly addicted to it. I can't wait. I absolutely cannot wait for this game to drop so that I can continue laying the smacketh down on all those who stand in my way. So, definitely be on the lookout for WrestleQuest. If you're interested in wrestling games, definitely go check out the trailer because this game might be right up your alley. The next game I want to tell you about that I got hands-on with at PAX is a game that has been on my radar for a very long time now. That game is none other than the boxing game Undisputed. 
Over the years, I've played hundreds of matches in Fight Night. Since about 2011, the release of the last major boxing game, Fight Night Champions, I've left tons of fallen boxers on the mat. Each one of the fallen just another victim, due largely in part to the skills that I built over the last decade playing this game. Over the years, I began to lose hope though, that there wasn't going to be another high quality boxing game for me to get addicted to. Then I began hearing whispers of Undisputed, a project developed by Steel City Interactive that emphasizes boxing techniques and true to physic fights. I'll be honest though, leading up to PAX East, I stayed away from this game because I wanted my first impressions of Undisputed to be a finished product. I wanted to see the game at its fullest potential. That all changed when I got the opportunity to play the game at PAX East against the game's community manager Will, and I loved, absolutely loved what I played. Undisputed feels like the next evolution of boxing games with more realistic punching angles, footwork, and feints. Undisputed has more than 50 licensed fighters thus far, and the ones that I have encountered thus far feel very authentic and realistic. So let me tell you, even though I gave Will that work, I lost. And I walked away hungry for revenge, yet oddly satisfied that the decade-long drought of high-quality boxing games was about to be over. The day Undisputed drops, day one, I'm going to be on that game like white on rice. I am going to play the hell out of this game. I was so impressed with what I played. I cannot wait to play more. And I'm challenging you, Will. I'm challenging you. I'm going to send you a copy of this episode because I'm challenging you to a rematch. I am not going to take that loss sitting down. So, so if you're a fan of boxing games, then definitely be on the lookout for Undisputed and be on the lookout for that rematch against Will because it's coming. It's a coming. So after Undisputed, I had another appointment with the team from Berserk Studios and it was for a game called Infernax. This is one of the rare games that I played at PAX East that was already released prior to PAX East. It was a game that I didn't know much about going into my appointment with Berserk Studios. However, after playing co-op with the team for about 45 minutes, it's a game that I was over the moon to hear is currently on Xbox Game Pass. So Infernax, for people who don't know what this game is, is a 2D Metrovania game developed by Berserk Studios. This game feels like a mix between Zelda 2 and Castlevania 2. It plays well as a single player game, which of course, if you're listening to this show, the single player experience, you know that matters to me quite a bit. However, you can also play it as a co-op experience, a couch co-op experience is that. The gameplay, while a bit on the tough side, is fun. If you're into SNES games or NES games, then that type of art style is what you're gonna really dig about this game. From what I played of Infernax, the storytelling was also pretty good, the gameplay even better than that, and it left me wanting more after my playthrough. This game is currently on all systems, but if you're an Xbox user, definitely go check this one out on Game Pass, especially if you're looking for a good couch co-op game to play. The next game that I really wanna tell you about is the Mage Seeker, a League of Legends story. So, I've never, and I mean never, been a League of Legends gamer. Now don't get me wrong, I've heard great things about the game from people whose opinions I trust, and I heard that it's a high quality experience. All that said, it just wasn't the type of game that appeals to me personally as a single player focused gamer. I did watch the League of Legends show Arcane though, and I was blown away by it, but that's overall the extent of my fandom with the IP. 
So my expectations leading up to my interview and demo about the new League of Legends spinoff was that this was going to be a high quality game that most likely wouldn't be for me. And I couldn't have been more wrong. What I wasn't aware going into the PAX East meeting about the project was the developers behind the new game, the new spin-off game that I was going to see, was Digital Sun, the geniuses behind the game Moonlighter. So here's a little fact about me, just a little fun fact. I absolutely adore Moonlighter. Moonlighter features a gorgeous, and I mean absolutely magnificent, pixel graphic art style that's detailed and stunning. The gameplay is rewarding and addicting and it has an infectious charm to it. So as I walk up to my appointment to preview the game, they told me some magical words that made this game go from one game that I would probably never touch to one that skyrocketed up my anticipated games list. They said that this game is going to be a single player action RPG. To say that I was intrigued would have been an understatement. Then. I got to actually play the game, and damn did time fly by, what was probably 30 minutes felt like 5. So here's what I thought about the game, and here's my pitch to you. The Maid Seeker feels like a 2D God of War, mixed in with Hades, and of course Moonlighter. So if all those games and that concept kind of intrigues you, then this is a game you should definitely check out. The action of the game was fast and fluid. The environments were different than Moonlighter, but still had that very detailed pixel art style that I loved from their previous game. Like I said, I only played a fine slice of this game, but in that very, very small amount of time, I experienced a nice slew of different enemies and special moves that I thought were well designed and well thought out. Overall, as I walked away, I found myself deep in thought reflecting about myself. I'm now looking forward to both the next season of Arcane and now The Maid Seeker, a League of Legends story. It seems that maybe, just maybe, I might slowly be becoming a League of Legends fan. So here's my final game that I'm going to recommend to you that I was able to get hands on with at PAX East. So the last game is also one of the last holdouts of all the games that we saw from the first PlayStation showcase of the PS5 era, and that game is Goodbye Volcano High. For those of you who don't know what this game is, let me break it down for you. This game is a visual novel game about anthropomorphic dinosaurs with tons of different mini-games. For instance, during my demo, the main character was playing the guitar and that kind of kicked off a Guitar Hero style rhythm mini-game. So many of you are probably wondering, how does this game play? Well, the gameplay gave me vibes of Life is Strange. The dialogue, which has been the focus of critique recently for games like Forspoken and Atomic Heart, for instance, might be an issue for some here with Goodbye Volcano High. For me personally, I didn't mind the dialogue. It felt modern and it felt genuine. Overall though, when I left the game after my demo, I felt relatively optimistic about it. While it doesn't feel like a game of the year contender by any means, it does feel like a game that will have a story that's going to stick with you. And I'm eager to see how the story of the main character and all of her friends is going to play out. So those were my day three impressions and game recommendations. On my first day, it was a day filled with a lot of tactics games and RPGs. My second day was filled with a nice variety of games, as was my third day of PAX East. Day 3 had a nice mix of games from genres like Metrovania, sports, turn-based, point-and-clicks, and RPGs. While all of them are games that I'm looking forward to playing, my MVP of the day, of Day 3 overall, goes to Undisputed. I absolutely cannot wait to play more of this game. 
I loved the details that it has for boxing fans like myself. It controls very differently than Fight Night Champions and it feels like a game that understands the sweet science that is boxing. I can already tell that I'm going to be playing Undisputed for years and I mean years to come. So. That's it overall for my day 3 impressions of PAX East. It was a good time and it made me look forward to a solid mix of games. Stay tuned for more PAX East impressions right here and on thepronerdreport.com. So that's a wrap for today's show. I want to thank you the audience for listening to today's episode. I also want to invite you to join the single player experience discord server. It's the perfect place for single player gamers to find out about good single player games to play and to talk to other single player gamers and get their video game recommendations. Think of it almost like a single player book club. We always got great episodes and good content coming right at you that you can check out at the Pro Nerd Report on YouTube and you can check it out right here at the Single Player Experience Podcast that you can find on all your favorite podcast platforms. I've been Sebastian Malden. This has been the Single Player Experience and we out. Peace.